Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is episode 45 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Thedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PThedoff. So today we're going to discuss the Gator Bowl. Apologies, my voice is still kind of shot last night from screaming for four hours for that big Gator Bowl victory of 45 to 38. The screaming was worth it, though. It's always a lot better to be hoarse after a great win than having a great voice after a disappointing loss. So uh, was a great uh, opponent for Notre Dame, South Carolina, a hot team coming in. They had beaten uh, Tennessee. They actually killed Tennessee. Their second to last game. I think, yeah, I think it was their second to last game. Then they beat Clemson. Both those teams, Clemson and Tennessee played in the orange bowl last night and Tennessee killed Clemson. So it wasn't like we were uh, coming into a mediocre team. They were eight and four, just like us. They had a really good quarterback in Spencer Rattler. Great victory, 45 to 38, up and down game. The more I, I rewatched the game last night because there was a lot of negativity with Tyler Buckner's play. The only time, it's the only his third start of his career. He did play some last year, but again, mostly those were running plays, kind of gimmicky plays as well, like what Tim Tebow did his first year. Two of those interceptions, one, uh, ricocheted off Jaden Thomas. And then the other one was tipped and picked off. I know that's part of the game. It wasn't a perfect performance, but I, the more I looked at it, it wasn't as bad as I thought is what, what I'm trying to say. And it's also for the defense, they started out really slow. They've been that way most of the year, kind of a bend, but don't break team. They haven't been awful. They've given up a lot of big plays. They did that in the first half, but they buckled down pretty damn good in the second half. If you take away those mistakes, we beat the crap out of South Carolina. We had 27 first downs to their 20. Third down efficiency, we were great. 11 of 19. Fourth downs, we were one of one. Here's the big one. Total yards, 558 total yards for Notre Dame. South Carolina, 352. I was most critical of the defense this year. Won the linebacker play, which wasn't the greatest yesterday either. However, uh, the D-line, except for that first maybe quarter and a half, they buckled down and pretty much held South Carolina in check in the running game. Um, Shane Beamer, he went off on that blindside block, and it was a blindside block. And he just seemed to compl – he complained about after the game too, saying he had – they had about uh, – some of their players were out. You know, they didn't want to risk injury. Well, we did too. Uh, our One of our best defensive players, Isaiah Foskey at the Viper position, and then one of our best corners, came Hart. And then our best player, Michael Mayer, didn't play too. So stop your bitching. I'm going to call Shane Bieber the, the term Karen because he's complaining so much. So your new name, uh, Coach Beamer, is Karen right now. So Tyler Buckner, it was not a Heisman Trophy uh, uh, game for him at all. He had three touchdowns passing 
the three interceptions, two of those were pick sixes. So we're giving up 14 points. We also gave up seven points on a fake uh, field goal where our special teams got burned. Wasn't our greatest special teams performance, but we did have a fake punt too, where we ended up scoring a touchdown. So it evened out there, but South Carolina, actually they led the nation in special teams this year with us just slightly behind. Cause we had a great year with Brian Mason and staff for special teams. Rushing was just solid. Aldrich estimate 14 carries, 95 yards. Logan Diggs had a great game, 13 carries, 89 yards and a touchdown. And he also had that pass from Tyler Buckner, that 75-yard touchdown that kind of settled the game down. We were, I think we were down by 14 points at that point. And then once that happened, we got back in the game, and then it was kind of a back-and-forth affair pretty much for the rest of the game. Uh, Tyler Buckner, 12 carries, 61 yards, two touchdowns. Chris Tyree, five carries for 21 yards. He, They need to use him more. I hope to God he does not transfer He's just a very talented player, and I just don't know why Tommy Reese doesn't use him more. That call, where we're going to go up, we're going, yeah, 38 to 31. We're inside the seven-yard line. It's first and goal. I would have just ran three plays. If they stop us, who cares? At the worst, we get a field goal out of it. We're up by 10. Two scores. You're now down to less than five minutes in the game. Tommy Reese, bonehead call. He called a pretty good game otherwise. But that call right there just set him back from calling an A minus game to a C minus, not maybe a D for the game. Stupid call. Stupid has Tyler Buckner, who had been struggling off and on during the day, and it's a pick six the other way. But I got to give Tyler Buckner, as I said before, I think he's he kind of got a raw rap yet or a raw deal yesterday with the game. He uh he did it, you know, uh, put his head down. They would go right back down the field. It's uh, third and seven. I think it's about the 17-yard line. At worst, we're probably going to get a field goal. Play action pass to Mitchell Evans, who took the place of Michael Mayer today, who sat out for the NFL draft. And uh, we go 45 to 38. We hang on at the end. Uh, Spencer Rattler makes some plays down the stretch to get them down to about the 25-yard line. But then they have an intentional grounding, unsportsmanlike, penalty call Shane Beamer I'm sorry Karen goes off again the South Carolina coach but uh we made the place we had to at the end we just got to keep that going and what a great way to do this as I said before nine and four in a bull win is a hell of a lot better than eight and five going into the 2023 season this was the highest scoring Gator Bowl in the history of the Gator Bowl another great um you know attribute I didn't realize Benjamin Morrison, who had another interception, our star freshman corner, he left his like seventh interception this year, sixth or seventh. But um, he took a horrible hit. He hit his head pretty hard in the ground, and I didn't see him get up. I found out today he had a concussion, and he didn't play the last uh, like quarter and a half. We did this without Benjamin Morrison down the stretch when that when our defense really buckled down. They got the job done when they had to. So. I guess the big news now is uh, it's looking like Sam Hartman, the most prolific passer in ACC history out of Wake Forest. He can, he entered the transfer portal. He can play another year because of the uh, COVID year where everybody gets an extra year if they want to take it. It's looking like he's coming to Notre Dame. He's got a pretty good chance of being the starter next year for Notre Dame, the way Tyler Buckner is so up and down. However, I want him to earn the starting job. I just don't want to hand it to him. 
And if Tyler Buckner comes in, you know, and beats him out, more power to Tyler Buckner. He still has, you know, a couple months to get ready and kind of hone in on his skills. But for what I saw yesterday, yes, he took a beating and he kept bouncing back up. He was a tough, hard-nosed kid yesterday and made the plays when he had to. Also, too, I was shocked Deion Colsey did not have a uh, catch yesterday, neither Colsey nor uh, Lorenzo Styles. It's just great going into the 2023 season. I don't care if it is the Gator Bowl. It was a great hard-nosed game. And I'll tell you this, too. That was more or less a road game for us. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida is really close to uh, the campus of South Carolina, which is in Columbia, South Carolina. I think that's only like a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. There was a lot of Notre Dame fans there, but I think if you listen to the crowd, it, it felt like I saw more sea of red there than a sea of blue and gold. So to me, that's pretty much winning against an SEC team, which is considered the best conference in college football. We went into host, uh, hostile territory and more or less won a road victory over a quality SEC opponent. So great job, guys, again there. And 9-4 and four and a Gator Bowl win is a heck of a lot better than 8-5 and five and a loss, and a pretty loss is what I'm trying to say. This is good news, and I think we're going to have a, a big-time transfer quarterback in the next, maybe within 24 hours or early next week, and Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. So thank you for tuning in to episode 45. And as always, go Irish.